Charane Rati Seutamagati Jai Prasade Pure Sarva Asha E prasade pure sarva asha. Chakudana dilo janme janme prabhu sehi. Chakudana dilo janme janme prabhu sehi. Vibhya Gyan Hride Prokashito Vibhya Gyan Hride Prokashito Prema Bhakti Ahoyte Avidya Vinashayate Prema Bhakti Ahoyte Avidya Vinasayate Vede Gaya Harachadito Vede Gaya Harachadito Sri Guru Karuna Sindhu Adama Janarabandhu Sri Guru Karuna Sindhu Adama Janarabandhu Loke Nas Loke Rajivana Looking at Lokira Jivana Ah, Prabhu Kordoy, Deho More Padachaya Ah, Prabhu Kordoy, Deho More Padachaya Ebe Asku Sukri Bhuvana Ebe Asku Sukri Bhuvana Aha Prabhu Kordoya Deho More Padachaya Ah, Prabhu Kordoy, Deho More Padachaya. Due Pori Loya Charana. Due Pori Loya Charana. 
Sarasvati Deve Goravani Pracharine Nivashesha Shunyavadi Paschajadeshatarine
Ram Ram Hare Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. I own Vishnupad Paramahansa Paravajakachar is that a Sata Sri Shimad is divine grace, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Kijai, and Antakoti Vaishnavrinda Kijai, Namacharja Srila Dedasta Kurkijai, Prem Zagho Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadahadar Shivasta Gaur Bhaktavrinda Kijai, Shishi Radha Krishna Gogopinatha Shai Makunda Radha Kundagiri Govardhana Kijai, Vrindavan Dhamma Kijai, Matura Dhamma Kijai, Dwarka Puri Dhamma Kijai, Nabrut Maya Pur Dhamma Kijai, 
जाए जागनाथ पुरी राम की जाए जागनाथ स्वामी की जाए गंगमयी की जाए जमुनमाय की जाए तुलसी देवी की जाए भक्ति देवी की जाए हरिनाम सैन के तान की जाए सांवेर भक्त वृंद की जाए गोर प्रेमनंद हरि हरि बोल ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल्ड वोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल्ड वोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल्ड वोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री श्री गुरु एंड श्री गुरुंगा ग्लोरीज टू प्रभुपा Chari 
Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Gantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Gaur Primanande. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories, all glories, all glories to Sri Guru and Sri Goranga. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Namo Om Vishnu Vidaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Sri Bhakti Bhakti Vedanta Swamaniti Namani Namaste Sarasthade Puravani Vajrani Nirvisesha Sanyavadi. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, thank you all for coming on this beautiful Sunday morn uh, for today's class in the 
Chaitanya Charitamrita. And I'm not sure exactly where it starts, but I... Chapter 10, text 2. Well, no, okay. Chapter 10, text 2. Jaya Jaya Gora Chandra Jaya Nityananda. Oh, let's see. I've got oh I've got Antya. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Antya wasn't here yesterday, but the, they I think the gnomes come out at night and move them around. This I brought for you also. You can look at that if you like. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Prabhu. Oh, we're in Adi. Yeah, I think the temple gnomes come out and play with the books at night, so I don't know. Jaya Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Translation, all glories to Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda. All glories to Advaita Prabhu and all glories to the devotees of Lord Chaitanya, headed by Srivas. A Mailira, A Vrishekvikshekha, Akaya Kathana, A Besuna Mukya Sakana, Nama Vivarana. Translation. The description of Lord Chaitanya as the gardener and the tree is inconceivable. Now hear with attention about the branches of this tree. Chaitanya Goshtira Yata Prasida Chaya Guru Laghu Bayatanra Nahaya Nischaya Translation. The associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were many but none of them should be considered lower or higher. This cannot be ascertained. Yata yata mahat kaliya tan sabragana keha karibare nore jeshta lagu krama. Translation All the great personalities in the line of Lord Chaitanya enumerated these devotees but they could not distinguish between the greater and the lesser. Translation, I offer my obeisances unto them as a token of respect. I request them not to consider my offenses. 
Vande Sri Krishna Chaitanya Pramartara Ho Priyan Sakarupa Bhaktas Ganan Krishna Prema Palan Pradhan Translation, I offer my obeisances to all the dear devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the eternal tree of love of Godhead. I offer my respects to all the branches of the tree, the devotees of the Lord who, are, who, who distribute the fruit of love of Krishna. Purport. <clears throat> Sri Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami sets the example of offering obeisances to all the preacher, the preacher devotees of Lord Chaitanya without distinction as to higher and lower. Unfortunately, at present time, there are many foolish so-called devotees of Lord Chaitanya who make such, who make such distinctions. For example, the title, the title Prabhupada is offered to a spiritual master, especially to a distinguished spiritual master such as Srila Rupa Goswami, Prabhupada, Srila Jiva Goswami Prabhupada, or Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Prabhupada. <coughs> Excuse me. When our disciples similarly wanted to address their spiritual master as Prabhupada, some foolish people became envious. <coughs> Excuse me. Not considering that the propaganda, the propaganda work of the Hare Krishna movement, simply because these disciples addressed their spiritual master as Prabhupada, they became so envious that they found a, a faction, they formed a faction along with other such envious persons just to minimize the value of the Krishna consciousness movement. To chastise such fools, Krishna Das Kaviraj very frankly says, Keha karibe nare jesta lagukrama. Anyone who is a bona fide preacher of the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must be respectful to the real devotees of Lord Chaitanya. One should not be envious, considering one preacher to be very great and another to be very lowly. This is a material distinction that has no place in the platform of spiritual activities. Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami therefore offers equal respect to all the preachers of the cult of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who are compared to the branches of the tree. <clears throat> Iskon is one of these branches, and it should be therefore respected by all sincere devotees of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, uh, I'll read this this verse again, and then we'll speak a, a little bit on this. I offer my obeisances to all the dear devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the eternal tree of love of Godhead. I offer my respect. I offer my respects to all the branches of the tree, the devotees of the Lord who distribute the love, the fruit of love of Krishna. <clears throat> I apologize for my reading difficulty. I've got a, I don't know if it's dyslexia or what, but the words sometimes move around. I have to wait for them to stop moving so I can read. So it's a, a bit of a curse. So, this is very interesting. Um, Srila Prabhupada, in his efforts to spread this movement uh, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and I spend a lot of time telling people as I travel around, they want to know, well, what, what is this Hare Krishna movement? Who are you people? 
And many of them have the misconception that this whole thing started in 1965, you see. This is a continuation of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. Um, we could say it's the only continuation that's on a national basis, or excuse me, an, an international basis. But there may be some others, and they may be small. There, there may be some. We don't know. Uh, one thing we do know is that ISKCON is uh, the forerunner of spreading Krishna consciousness globally uh, in Kali Yuga. ISKCON is doing it. Now, some people say, well, there's this, this one, there's that one. But Srila Prabhupada uh, was deputized to come and spread Krishna consciousness all over the world, which he did, you see. Now, uh, other folks, uh, his, his uh, mates, let's say, his godbrothers in India at the time, uh, when Srila Prabhupada got some notoriety, they became envious, you see. Uh, just about everything he would do, they would have something else to talk about. You see, uh, the disciples of Srila Prabhupada wanted to call him Prabhupada. Um, and one disciple was on one morning walk. After this had started to spread, people were starting to call Prabhupada Prabhupada. Up until then, he was known as Swamiji. You see, so... Uh, not everybody had heard the news yet, so one devotee had been advised that we're, we're calling Swamiji Prabhupada now. And so on morning walk, he said, I forget who this was, but he said to Prabhupada, he said, so, uh, Swamiji, I understand that you prefer that we call you Prabhupada. <coughs> and Srila Prabhupada stopped, and he said, it is not that I prefer, but it is best for you. So, this was not the preference of Srila Prabhupada. It wasn't his desire when he left India or in all of his years of preparation for fame, profit, adoration, and distinction. He didn't have the desire to have, uh, uh, to become famous. He didn't have the desire to have thousands and thousands of followers. This was not his goal. His goal was to follow out the instruction given by his guru. His spiritual master had given him this instruction, which had been passed down generation to generation, and it came directly from Mahaprabhu. Lord Chaitanya wanted this movement to spread all over the world. So, as the disciplic succession spread from guru to guru, it got Me, I'm getting a little. It spread from guru to guru, and uh, we could see each guru made their comp their contribution towards spreading this movement, to getting it out of India and around the world. Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, and so on, until it came to Srila Prabhupada. <clears throat> uh, upon Srila Prabhupada's shoulders, his guru gave him the instruction travel the world and preach, spread this Krishna consciousness movement around the world, especially the English-speaking countries, especially America. So uh, this was no short order. This was a very tall order in these days. This had not been done. It had never been done on a successful basis. There had been sannyasis that had gone to, I think they got as far as London, and they started to preach some in London and to... Uh, 
but they've decided that, uh, well, l let's maybe not come in so strong like our guru, like Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. He's very strong in his preaching. Let's be kind of meek and let's, be, let's blend in with uh, the locals. We don't want to stick out like a sore thumb. And we certainly don't want to offend anybody. So let's water it down a little bit. So they became acclimated to being in London. They became acclimated to the uh, English climate. Not just the climate of the weather, but the climate of spiritualism. And they wanted to be accepted as one of the locals, you see. In other words, they wanted approval, you see. They weren't uh, bold preachers by any stretch of the imagination. And so they became very, very British, and their, their preaching uh, had no success. They, were, they failed, you see. So <clears throat> uh, we can see when Srila Prabhupada made his trip, when he took his mission to America uh, and spread all over the world, that there may be some enviousness, you see. Now, why is this? Why would, uh, some, sometimes we may wonder, well, if these people are totally on the spiritual platform, why are they envious? If we're on the spiritual platform, how could we be envious of anybody? It doesn't work. It's, uh, it's upside down. We can't be envious if we're, in spiritual, if we're spiritually situated. Even if we're spiritually situated, some. To be envious, we have to step out of character of the devotee. To be envious, we have to get on the material platform. Because on the material platform, I'm trying to outdo you, you see. And I want that guy over there and that guy over there to recognize that I am better than these guys. And I'm better than you. I've got to look around and I've got to find somebody that I excel. You see, I've got to, for my own, first of all, I'm trying to prove it to myself that I'm better than somebody. And I've got to pick on the weakest guy in the room or whatever. See, see, it's the, it's the uh, dog-eat-dog materialistic uh, conditioning that comes out of the living entity. So, um, but it's not in keeping with spiritual life. Not at all. What does Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu say in his Shikshashtaka? That we, could, we should consider ourselves lower than the straw in the street. We should be as humble as the grass and as tolerant as a tree. So, first of all, we should consider ourselves lower than the straw in the street. Now, a lot of the New Agers would say, oh, well, that's not very good for your self-esteem, you see. So, uh, if we're trying in a, to establish self-esteem, we're on the material platform. We're on the mental, material platform. I want self-esteem. In other words, I want to think of myself as being really good. So, if we really want to feel that we're really good or better than someone else, if that's our our goal, then let us excel. Let's do our best. Let's do our best and then see where that falls. If that's important to you. Better, do your best, but see everyone else as being better. Now we might, um, it's not fault finding. Srila Prabhupada said it's, it's not, to call a thief a thief is not to find fault. So from time to time in the discharge of our duties, we will have to recognize that something is not being done on a first-class basis. 
We have to recognize that, especially those in management. Sometimes the manager has to look at the floor and say, well, that's, this, this floor hasn't been cleaned properly. By the same token, he may say, oh, this floor has been cleaned expert. This is so nice. So from time to time, we do have to make some distinguishment, you know, uh, whether something is done properly or, or whatever. But not that we think, well, I do it so much better than you. As soon as we catch ourselves doing like that, we need to grab, uh, grab this uh, uh, situation. We need to grab our mind sometimes and just shake it, you see. It's just like I've seen, uh, although it's getting rare anymore, but I've, I've been in stores when there's a child that's acting up and uh, just giving the parent a, a really hard time. And sometimes the parent will just shake the child and say, Stop it. You behave. You know, if you don't behave, then I'm going to take you to the car and spank you or I'm, you're, you're not going to get any ice cream or whatever, you see. And then we see parents who let their children do whatever they want to and make a big, uh, a big scene and uh, disturb everyone else. So we can see that sometimes we have to treat our minds in such a way like that. Sometimes we have to say to ourselves, stop it, just stop it. You see, we can treat ourselves differently than we can treat others. We can, we can be the real deal with ourselves. There has a situation where somebody's misbehaving and you really would like to tell them off, but you think, no, that's probably not the best thing to do. But boy, I sure would like to give this person a piece of my mind. Of course, in my case, if I give a piece, I might not have anything left for me. So. But it's like that, you know. You think, oh, boy, would I like to tell you, but I'm not, because it might not be socially acceptable. You might even get, you know, um, you might even become more envious. You might even get worse, you see. So, but boy, I sure would like to tell you what I think. Well, you might not be able to do that with other folks, but you sure can do it to yourself, you see. We don't go along with this New Age thing of, oh, the you know, self self-esteem or whatever. Self-esteem comes from uh, pleasing Krishna. When we please Guru and Krishna, then we're pleased. If we want to be pleased with ourselves, if we want to give ourselves any credit whatsoever, let's please Guru and Krishna. That's the Vaishnava mode, you see. So when we find our mind acting up, we can shake it. We can chastise it. We can say, you stop this, you rascal. I will not tolerate it. We have to remember, I am not my mind. I'm not but this body. If I'm not this body, I'm certainly not this brain mass, and I'm not this mind. Huh? Mind intelligence and false ego are subtle bodies. It's part of the subtle body, you see. It's not us. But we're so conditioned to think that I want this or I want that. That devotee over there, uh, you know, he doesn't put his dhoti on as nicely as I do. You know, this Mataji over there, her sari, she always wears these drab saris and mine are much prettier. You know, I always put my tilak on better than this guy over here or whatever. When we start to look around and try to see where we're placing in the pecking order, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. It's like a ship that's taking on water. 
When we find ourselves in difficulties like this, it's the beginning of the end if we don't stop it. If you don't stop the leak in a boat, you will sink. So we can't, we will not be successful unless we can check these things, unless we can check the mind like that. Srila Prabhupada's uh, godbrothers were very envious of Prabhupada, you see. And they tried their best in many ways to check the, this spread of Krishna consciousness in India. They tried their best. Now, if we go to India today, we can see how successful they were. Not successful at all. ISKCON is the biggest thing happening in India. Now, for many, many, many years, it got off to a slow start because some of the, as you, I guess you could say, homeboys were trying to impede the success of ISKCON in India. They were envious of what Srila Prabhupada had done. So many bogus gurus came from India thinking, oh, this Swami has gone and he's made so many followers and he must have some money, so therefore I'm going to America and I'm going to get followers and money. I want fame, profit, adoration, and distinction. <clears throat> and the poor fools in America that were being preached to by these yogis didn't know the difference. They didn't know the difference from a bogus yogi or a real yogi. Actually, there's no such thing as, a, as bogus guru, Prabhupada says. That's an oxymoron. You're either, you're either guru or you're bogus. You can't be bogus guru. <laughs> you can't be the same at the, at two at the same time. So, but they tried their best to emulate, to copy Srila Prabhupada. Many of them came here. They took many, many disciples. Uh, these disciples who were not very sincere to begin with, but it was very fashionable, fashionable to take a guru. And they all became cheated. So many of these gurus came and, uh, came and went. They, they collected money, and uh, most of those people uh, have passed on. I think there are, there's new ones coming all the time, but, uh, but that's another story. But in India, we can see that ISKCON is by far the biggest and hottest organization. The, it's the happening thing, you could say, in India. Everyone knows where, uh, about ISKCON. Everybody. When you get off the, the plane in Mumbai, you just tell them, ISKCON. Actually, you don't even have to tell them. They'll say to you, ISKCON? You know, when you get off the plane in Delhi, uh, the ISKCON temple is a long way from the airport. And you just, you know, they, immediately they see you. Oh, ISKCON, east of Kailash? Yes. Oh, very good. Zoom. There, you know, they take you there. Kolkata, the same way. They, every, every taxi driver knows where ISKCON is. In these big cities, you know, of, of like 17, 18 million people, bigger than New York City. And they know exactly where ISKCON is. <laughs> you see? Uh, so, uh, every taxi driver in, in Calcutta, in the Calcutta airport, they all know how to get to Mayapur. They all know it's a four-hour drive. They know how to get to, to our center, you know. So, uh, this cannot be said for other mutts, for other organizations that are trying to preach in India. So, we can see that even though the rascals tried to hold back Srila Prabhupada and tried to impede the progress of his movement, they were grossly unsuccessful, completely unsuccessful in doing so. 
because it spread further and further all over the world, and like wildfire, it spread in India. India still distributes more books than anybody in the world. It started a few years ago. Now they're they're on top. They make more devotees, so it's 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 the it's it's really happening. And they didn't they wanted to stand in the way as much as they possibly could of Srila Prabhupada's success. His godbrothers did. So this was very uh, um, unfortunate that they would try to impede, but. When we get on the material platform, we're not thinking properly. When we get on the material platform, it's as if we're um, a little bit mentally ill, you see. It, uh, co- compared to the spiritual concept, we are mentally ill. We're not thinking properly because I want to better myself better than you. And then it gives us the tendency that I, for me to do that, that I need to do better, do better, but also, if I can put you down, you see, if I can push you down, that immediately makes me feel higher. It gives me the illusion that now I'm, I've made some advancement because I've said something or done something that may harm you in, in any way, you see. The pure devotees of Krishna do not behave like this. And if we see somebody behaving in such a way, we, we know we're not seeing a pure devotee of Krishna. You see, it's not even a very advanced devotee of Krishna. <clears throat> it's just, it's not acceptable in our society. You see, we want to find the, the finer um, attributes of everyone. We could look at every devotee, uh, and there's some that sometimes we have a hard time with. Sometimes there are devotees that we see that seem like they don't try as hard you know, they may neglect their service sometimes and, and just not show up and expect the rest of the world to, to do their service for them. And we can get very upset and very, uh, sometimes very angry. But if we look, we can see that there's something that they're contributing, something that can be um, praised. They are all praiseworthy. If nothing else, at least they're here. They're, they're, they're here doing some service, you see. Uh, it's just like uh, when Lord Ramchandra was <clears throat> having this bridge built to Sri Lanka. Uh, this army of monkeys was throwing, Hanuman and his, his big monkeys were throwing all these gigantic boulders into the ocean to make this bridge to Sri Lanka. And there was this little spider and he's kicking in some grains of sand. So he's doing all he can do. Now, did it measure up with what the Hanuman and his army of monkeys were, were able to a- accomplish? No. But the little spider was doing what he could do, you see. So it's just like one time Srila Prabhupada was handing out, uh, 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 oh no, this Indian-bodied uh, man came to Prabhupada and gave him a check for $10,000. In the 70s, $10,000 was a lot more money than it is today. So Prabhupada said, oh, thank you very much. He touched the check to his head and then put it in the drawer of his desk. And then this little girl came up, little small child, maybe six, seven years old, and she gave Prabhupada a ladu, gave him a sweet ball. 
And Prabhupada accepted it and he said, Oh, thank you. This is so wonderful. Thank you so much. And the Indian man said, Swamiji, I just gave you a check for $10,000 and you didn't act very excited. And this little girl, she gave you just one ladu, one sweet ball, and you were praising like everything. I don't understand. And Prabhupada said, She gave me everything she had. You've got a lot more than $10,000. You gave me a little bit. But she gave me everything she had. Prabhupada said, Did you, Do you know how important that sweet ball was to her? To a child to have one sweet ball that I can eat or I can give to somebody. It takes a lot of love for them to give it away. You see? So Prabhupada could see the difference. So the contribution may not be that large. It may not be... Uh, you may see one devotee who's doing so much and another devotee that uh, in material measure it doesn't seem like they're doing as much, you see. But one devotee may be capable of doing much, much more and this one may be, that's all they can, they may be running at full throttle, you see. So, now that's not to say, and I have to say this because sometimes people hear this and they think, well, then it's okay for me to coast a little bit. You know, if I just kind of give half effort, then everyone will, will appreciate it. No, uh, it, this is a relationship between you, Guru, and Krishna. We don't ever want to cut back. We want to give as much as we possibly can. We want to feel some anxiety, spiritual anxiety. See, in the material world, people try to escape anxiety. Uh, material anxiety can cause all types of problems within the body, can cause illness. It's not very good, you see. But spiritual anxiety, wondering if I'm pleasing Guru and Krishna enough, wondering if, if can I do better? Could, could I have done better today? Could I have done better in this uh, project that I just took on? Can I do more service? Can I read more? Can I preach more? you see, and putting ourselves in this state of anxiety, this is healthy. It's healthy for the soul. So, you know, the devotee, uh, as I said, we can't always tell other people, you know, you could do better. That's not going to work. We can't be walking around, even if we think that someone could do better, we can't walk up to them all the time and tell them, you know, you could do better. You could do more. But we can sure say that to ourselves. So let's say that to ourselves. Whenever we feel the, the desire to go tell another devotee, you know, you should try harder. Well, let's do it to ourselves first. First, me. Now, once I've given myself a good going, going over, then I can maybe say to you, you know, maybe you could do a little nicer, a little better. You see? So. Uh, oftentimes, when we feel like uh, chastising <clears throat> or criticizing other devotees for something, it's something often that we see in ourselves. We see something in them that we don't like about ourselves. You know, if I'm lazy and I see somebody who's lazy, I may. It's easy for me to say, "Look how lazy this guy is." It'll get the attention off of me. Everybody's looking at him. Then they won't see how lazy I am. You see, it's common. 
I'm not saying that when we do this, we're being bad people and we should be thrown out of the temple. It's common. It's natural. It's normal on a material platform. And we're all materially conditioned. We're all materially uh, contaminated. So we're trying to get over this. So how do we do that? We do that by performing, uh, living our lives in a spiritual mode. And the spiritual laws are different than the material laws, you see. We don't try to outdo everybody in the spiritual. Well, we, there, in, in Vaikuntha, in Goloka Vrindavan, there is competition. The gopis, make, they compete, you see. But it's to please Krishna. I want, to, I, want to, I want to please Krishna more than you're pleasing Krishna. But it's not so, uh, it's not so, uh, on the material platform. It's not that, oh, I want to do that so I'll get more recognition and maybe I'll get a bigger raise. I'll get uh, a higher, higher position. Uh, 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 I'll become a manager, managing gopi, a district manager, regional manager, you see. It isn't like that. Everyone is trying to please Krishna. And so everyone may try to outdo the other. And that's very, that's very nice. That's very nice. But to try to outdo everyone else so that I can be on a higher platform, that's just strictly material. It's material consciousness. And it'll, it'll lead us down. It will defeat our efforts uh, of trying to go back home, back to Godhead. Because how can we, if we have these... Um, contaminations, how is it possible for us to go into the kingdom of God? How is it possible to exist in Goloka Vrindavan? You see? It's just like <clears throat> recently one devotee said, well, but I chant Hare Krishna, so isn't that enough? If, if I'm chanting Hare Krishna, aren't I assured that I'll go back to Godhead? Well, Yes and no. If you, uh, if you have a sailboat and you're anchored in the bay and you put up the sail, the sail will be caught by the wind and it'll, it will carry you away. Just like the chanting of Hare Krishna, when you chant Hare Krishna, it will carry you away. It will carry you back to Godhead. But if you put up the sail in a boat and you don't pull up the anchor, it's not going to take you very far. You're anchored, you see. So, so many of us are anchored. We have these anchors into the material world. I'm attached to this. I'm attached to that. And no matter how many times we hear that, attachment, attachment, sometimes we have a tendency to say, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's okay to be attached. And, you know. But the chanting of Hare Krishna will take us back home, back to Godhead. It'll take us to Goloka Vrindavan. But we have to pull up the anchor. If we expect that I can stay attached and I can stay uh, materially contaminated and at the time of death I'm just going to go back to Godhead, I have a question about that. I wonder. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, tell, I wouldn't advise anybody uh, that, you know, you just go ahead and take shelter of that. Stay material but chant Hare Krishna and you're going to go back to Godhead. <clears throat> First of all, we have to learn how to chant offenselessly. If we can do offensive, offenseless chanting of Hare Krishna, it will take us back to Godhead. But by the time we've 
uh, perfected the chanting to the point that it is not offensive at all, when we're chanting offenseless rounds, we have given up these material attachments. One of the, the offenses, uh, what is it, Prajapati, the tenth offense? Tenth, tenth offense is to maintain material attachments even after understanding so many instructions on this matter. You know, it's also an offense to be inattentive while chanting. So <laughs> if, if we think we can sit down and snick, snick, snay, snay our way through 16 rounds, and that's all I have to do, that's all I have to do. I'll be taken back to Godhead. Well, if you're kind of snick, 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 you know, sometimes you hear some people chanting and they'll say Ram like 12 times, you know. And you think, aren't you, are you listening? It's also an offense to be inattentive, inattentive while chanting. So if I'm inattentive, I'm chanting offensively. If I'm attached to material things, tenth offense is to not is to, is to not have complete faith in the chanting of Hare Krishna and to maintain material attachments even after understanding so many instructions on the matter. So, if we're going to chant offenselessly, we have to give up material attachments. And it will take us back to Godhead. Just as the wind will pick up a sailboat and, and sail it. You see. So I think I can pause here and see if there's any questions or comments. I see you writing. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, share it. So to get in this mood, <clears throat> no, you missed your chance. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So Vaisheshika Prabhu said to you, in order to, I want to repeat this so other people can hear, in order to help you in your chanting, he said that you should um, ask Krishna to help you hear. Yeah, help, the, help you hear the names as you're chanting. And there are many different exercises that you can do to hear the names better. The one problem is that we... Um, we have a tendency, because of the nature of the busy lives that we live, to see the chanting of Hare Krishna as one of the other chores we have to get done today. And those I have my, my checklist. I've got to clean out the garage. I've got to cut the grass. I've got to shave. I've got to go to work. I've got to 
pick up the cleaning, and uh, oh yeah, I've got to chant Hare Krishna. So it's another um, chore. We see it as that. Now, to some people, it's much, much less. It's still subtly a chore. And a chore is something we need to get through. You get it done, you know, because it's not the only chore. There's other chores. I have other things to do. So I'm going to sit down and we get where we can chant and our mind can go all over, you see. And that's because we get into um, this mode of chanting on autopilot. And we're not, we're not hearing ourselves. You know when you hear certain devotees, you know they're not hearing it. You know, first of all, this is not the Hare, Hare Ishna movement. We're not the, we're not the Hare Ishna people. Srila Prabhupada said we're the Hare Krishna people. It's Hare Krishna, not Hare Ishna, Hare Ishna, you know. And then some, you know, sometimes you can hear, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Ram, 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 you know, the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and then the Krishna, Krishna is Krishna, 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 Krishna. Or sometimes just a, you know, Ram, 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 you know, and you think, no, you're not here. There's no way you could be hearing that. If you are, uh, how could that possibly be attractive? Because if you say the name so nicely, when you say the mantra nicely, it's very attractive. It's very appealing. And you're chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. You see, you can hear. It's very nice. It's very attractive. Now, people may say, well, I don't have time to to do like that. Well, you need to work on that. You need to work on that. Try to get to where you can chant every syllable, chant and hear every syllable, and see how long that takes. It might take around 10 minutes to say every syllable nicely. And then you can tweak that Maybe get it down to nine and a half minutes. Still hearing every syllable, saying it nicely, and then get it all maybe down to nine minutes. You can get it down quicker and quick. Just don't give up quality to get it done quickly. You see. Uh, it's very difficult for somebody to chant 16 rounds, to sit down and chant 16 rounds in much less than two hours is very difficult if you're doing quality um, chanting. Now, I'm not saying that there's nobody out there that can do it. So please don't give me emails and phone calls saying, what are you talking about? How come you're being offensive to my chanting? Maybe somebody can do it in an hour and a half. I don't know. Maybe you can do it in an hour and say all the names very nicely and clearly and hear them. Maybe you can, but what I'm saying is maybe you can't. Just check it out, you know. We need to, you know, we, we tune up our cars. We change the oil, we change the plugs, we balance the tires, rotate the tires. We, we're, we, there's regular maintenance that we per, perform on our vehicles. We, we need to perform regular maintenance on our chanting. It's the most important thing we have, which means sometimes... What, what I find is good is to take and change the whole way. 
that we're chanting. That way, I, it's no longer committed to memory. It's not happening like a reflex. Now I've got to focus on what I'm doing. And you can, you can change, you know, you just have to experiment with different ways, you see. But it, it, can, it can be done. So once in a while, it's good to tune it up. Or sometimes to dismantle it and rebuild it all, the way, all together. I found when I've done that, I, I, I'm, I'm back focusing. I have to focus because now it's, it's out of the norm. The way I'm chanting is, is, is different. So I have to focus on it. You know, it's not a habit. It's not habitual. So there's many different things we can do. All right. I think we've had enough. Oh, Hare Krishna. Oh, uh, Prabhupada said 16 rounds. For us, six. Not that I know of. Not that I know of. Yeah. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard of such a thing, Prajapati? Any a particular number, like once you've chanted one crore, so many millions of, the, of, of names, you're eligible to go back? Yeah. You're in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's if if it takes one hundred thousand names to give you Krishna Prem, then that's okay. If it takes ten million names to give you Krishna Prem, whatever. <laughs> I'm always looking for loopholes. Say all glories to Srila Prabhupada.
Mm-hmm. 